Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Inside Castle Ravenloft, having been invited by the Devil Strauds themselves, our heroes are in incredible danger. Alan name-dropped Bryn to score some time with Strahd Pride. Quinny barely held back his urge to attack Merle Street. And not Peter Baelish is trying to seduce Luau Strahd with Reginald as a wingman. Will our heroes survive the endgame that has just begun? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. Not Peter Baelish. You are wandering through the hallways of Castle Ravenloft. Um, as you um, begin to try and walk uh, towards either the bathroom or your, your one-on-one interlude with Hawaiian Strahd, um, you pass, uh, you're, you're in a classic fucking spooky resident evil hallway um red carpet like tables with like uh unnecessarily fancy but also spooky tchotchkes um and uh every um there are there are no windows down this hallway it's just all tapestries um showing anything various... interesting on the tapestries yeah yeah they, they depict various uh victories um of uh strahd prime um so you can see him kind of leading his army um there's a really awkward one of like um clearly uh his brother sergey and tatiana like madly in love and him just like standing nearby looking impressive but also kind of glowering you can tell whoever made this one was like i feel like there's some some fucked up shit going on here um captured it well wow um you see the um the, the construction of castle ravenloft um atop what looks to be a weird sort of standing circle of stones. Um, you can see uh, almost like um like a weird Stonehenge thing uh, that it is uh, built atop. Mm. Um, and then uh, as you uh, make your way through, um, you actually see a um, there's a, an open doorway, uh, and inside is what looks like a guest room, like a fairly unimpressive guest room, all things considered. And oh, value um, judgment right there. I mean, based on how <laughs> fancy everything else is. Um, and uh, looking inside, um, you see a um, there's a uh, a bed that's been set up with like you know like the the big like uh, banisters and like kind of an overhang, and it seems there's like um, a fishnet hang hanging over it, um, and like you can see an anchor and like uh, a, like a, a like a little uh, circular life raft type deal, life preserver. And um, uh, on the bed, um, stark naked, except for a scuba mask, uh, is uh, a woman who just says, oh, Scooby, as you walk by. Ugh. And she's like, Scooby, it's it's me. Gertrude ran away from home just for this. Scooby. Oh, boy. Uh, so like Gertrude. eyes closed, so I'm not seeing her. I'm just like, yeah, uh, I'm sure Scooby's on his way, but... She like pulls up the, the the sheet into a classic PG thirteen uh, movie toga. Yes. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, but not. Oh, th- thank like- you for your modesty. Uh, have yeah. you seen Scuba Strad? He's kind of my guy. Yeah, 
you ran away for him. Ah, oh, well, uh, he's uh, at dinner right now. I'm sure he'll be along if he knows that you're here. I should hope so. Yeah, it's so, funny. I, I, I keep telling him I'm here and he just, it's like, I mean, I know he can't bite me because of his, you know, uh, snorkel, but it, it's, it's kind of weird. I thought he would have turned me by now. Like my mom kept me locked up in Barovia forever and then I ran away and now I'm here. I hope she isn't upset or mad. Oh, and then not Pete, just like like flashes of images from their time in uh, the village. The woman who was wailing, they're like, I'm not sure if she even had a daughter. Like, but like because it's memories. Like, I'm not sure if she even had a daughter. Daughter, daughter, daughter. daughter, daughter. daughter. And then the, like, and ah, then you just hear, my name's Gertrude. 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 Where's Scooby? Scooby. Scooby. <laughs> now on the baby sleeps in the crib. <laughs> Iron uh, helps us play. <laughs> <laughs> the uh not Pete shakes his head. He's like, yeah, um your mom is, is terrified right now, has no idea where you are. Like you just left her completely. I mean the in the middle of basically like a haunted village. She is is completely emotionally destroyed. Wow, okay. Um well she kind of kept me locked up. Uh, in the attic for a long time. So I didn't love that. Um, and but- I can understand that. I totally get that. I'm someone who loves his freedom. I've been basically living a nomadic lifestyle for like the past, you know, for a year or so. You know, I, I get it. But I mean, like not Pete kind of looks around and then is like, oh man, I feel like this is a big brother moment. And like he sits down on the bed and says, um, you know, but she is your mom and you should let her know that you're okay. You don't have to go back and live with her. I mean, boundaries are important. I, you know, absolutely. But yeah. And I also, I feel like Scooby is kind of an asshole. He is kind of an asshole. He's kind of an asshole, right? Yeah. I, um, and she, she like looks left and looks right and then like pops the, the scuba snorkel out of her mouth and leans forward. She's like, um, truth be told, uh, I kind of fell for Sparkly Straw, um, but he stopped coming around um, after I gave him my kissing virginity where we kissed for the first time. Um, and um, so when Scooby showed up, I was like, okay, close second. But I'm worried I may have traded one toxic situation for another because like <laughs> – he doesn't come by here very often, except when he wants to, like, switch up his uh, his flippers, you know? And he just mm. keeps talking about fish ladies, a lo- like, a lot. Yeah. I just don't know I if mean, I'm willing to give up my legs or my voice, you know? Oh, you shouldn't give up either for no man. You're, you're very your- wise. I wish I'd had a big brother like you growing up. Hey, you've got a big brother now. I know how important family is. I just got a dad, like, today. Oh, no way. Yeah, it's he gave me a boat. And wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, Scooby would love to meet that guy. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe he'd get straightened out. Uh, yeah. But listen, and then she she leans in. She's like, if you do see Sparkly Strahd, can you put in a good word? He's super broody. Oh, boy. I mean, you said it yourself. It sounded like kind of a toxic situation, but you gotta live your own life and figure things out for yourself. Just, I mean, 
you got a safe space with me. Um, I'm going to be around. I'm not sure how far. You know what? I'd actually suggest if you can find a safe place, maybe in the castle or as far away from the castle as possible. Maybe. Uh, the, and uh, not Pete looks at his not watch and uh, <sighs> is like, maybe just, um, yeah, maybe maybe you, sh- you should get out of here for now. But for sure, I'll, if I see Sparkly Strad, I'll know him because he's sparkly. Only in sunlight. Hmm. Okay. Yep. I feel like I know him from somewhere. Like almost like I read about him in a. Well, it doesn't matter right now, but yeah, maybe get out of here for now and and uh, take take care of yourself and you know remember, hey, you're worth a lot. There's only one of you, right? And she she nods and she says, "I think you're right. I got to go make things right with my mom." And no, had living in a castle full of spooky vampires. I think I do want to be where the people are. Thank you. You're welcome. And then she like ties the toga more like firmly, takes off her scuba mask. Um, Doesn't that feel better? It does. Doesn't that feel way better? It really does. It's hey, dumb to wear this when there isn't water. Yes. Thank you. It's so dumb. And, on, and your hair looks great. Oh, uh, thank you. That's um, that's very kind of you. Uh, I'm going to run away screaming now. Screaming internally, not externally. Yeah, scream in your heart. I will. All right. Thanks, <laughs> right, big brother. You no, know, no problem, little sis. Uh, toodaloo. Uh, and she just throws her arms up in the air and runs off. <laughs> and not Pete like puts Love. his hands on his hips. It's just like my family is growing bigger every day. If I knew how easy it was to get a family, I would have gotten one like ages ago. Uh, not Pete. I'm going to give you one point of inspiration for solving the Mad Mary quest. Now she'll just go back to being slightly problematic Mother Mary, uh, who needs to learn about boundaries. Sweet! Yay! Great. So you make your way further into uh, the castle, and every time you turn a corner, it seems like you're going down the same hallway. Um, can you roll me a perception check, please? Yes. Yes, I certainly can. Uh-huh. 21. Ooh. Um, so you've clearly gone deeper into the castle than uh, you'd hoped or anticipated. Oh, this um, is a whoopsie. And you turn a corner um, to a similar hallway, except this one is lined with suits of armor, um, holding massive axes um, that have uh, sort of a dragon pattern etched into the um, uh, the axe blades. And at the far end, um, you can see a darkened um, doorway uh, leading up a flight of stairs, um, lit by a, a dim purple light. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I recognize the dragon pattern from these axes? No. Um, it uh, actually yes. It looks similar to the um, insignias you've seen on the um, uh, the tapestries. Okay. Definitely the symbol of Strahd. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, I'm immediately wary that like. As soon as I, like, pass by these statues, they'll kind of be like the gargoyle statues where they'll come to life and attack me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder... Um, hmm. And with my 21 perception, that's all I can see is that it's, like, it's just statues. It's For now. Okay. If you take so, a step further, your 21 perception might give you something else. So I, I move a little closer... Um, 
my hand reaches, it means to reach for the rapier. It touches the hurdy-gurdy first. And it's just like, I don't know, it feels comforting. Um, So I walk closer to the statue. So they're lined up like facing each other. It's like a row on the, okay, cool. Just a a classic murder hallway. I mean, normal hallway, but murder Uh, hallway. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, immediately, I'm just like, uh, either I should turn around or I should just start sprinting. Um, And... um, as you uh, kind of move to, to do that, I think you kind of tense a bit. And then suddenly um, you hear uh, a large bang from the far end of the hallway. Um, and um, Strahd appears, um, uh, eyes blazing, um, teeth bared, um, just like claws out. And because of your 21 perception, you see him just as he appears through this, um, this gap in the ceiling and begins to soar towards you. What do you do? Oh, my God. This is a total... Um uh, Vankman and Ghostbusters moment where like Slimer is coming at him. Yep. <laughs> um. All right, uh, fair enough. Uh, your reaction is to say, Gur, um, uh, and much like Vankman, um, Strahd is upon you. He swoops directly at you. Um, can you roll me another perception check, please? Oh, God. Nine. This is how not Peter Baelish dies. <gasps> Strahd swoops into you, and in, in a moment moment of panic, uh, your last thought is of sweet, sweet Hawaiian Strahd, who you never got to spend more time with. Uh, and then this Strahd dummy crashes into you and knocks you <laughs> on your ass. Um, you take uh, one point of damage um, from the impact of the dummy, um, and... Uh, you can see that the mechanism kind of broke when it hit you because in theory, just Strahd Strahd swooping down a hallway should be enough to scare people away. Um, But clearly it failed. And then you hear like a a metallic like, and the the dummy is just like clearly caught on something and and twitching, but it is a full on just hanging uh, from a pulley Strahd. So this is very much like a flight of the Poppin situation. This is 100% that. Yes. Yeah. It's, Um, it's embarrassing for all involved. (laughs) Wow. We're all demeaned by the wow, situation. Wow, the tension. Oh, Incidentally, but- I wish I could say this was a weird dum-dums flourish I put on this campaign. This is a from the fucking book detail, and I love it so much. Oh, my It gosh. tells me so much about Strahd. I wrote down Mannequin Strahd just to add it to the list. So this is just from World of Mannequins. This Strahd has, has joined, joined the Legion. So Not Pete had um, that... Particular, like, ah, 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 kind of, like, scream yep. that Bankman does. Like, he, it couldn't even get out because it was so, like, caught, like, in his throat. And um, not Pete, uh, his eyes had been, like, squeezed shut, and he, like, cautiously opens one of them. And is surprised to find he's still breathing. Um, there's, like, solid ground beneath him, and he looks, like, at the like the mechanical face of this straw, it's immediately terrifying, but also <laughs> like <laughs> he kind of jumps and then um, uh, manages to like with a little bit of you know whatever strength he has pushes kind of like himself out from underneath the mechanical straw and looks at it and it's very you know very much Disney World sort of animatronic. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it started talking, it would be like, and now we're here to tell you about why these straws are the best you'll ever see. Yeah, like, like Johnny Depp of- is going to star in a multi-film franchise based on this straw scare in like three weeks. It's oh, going to be a whole thing. No one's going to go because he's a monster. Yeah, yeah, an actual Method. monster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, 
Napi uh, gets up and like kind of brushes himself off, readjusts his goatee and gives the little uh, uh, knot straw to kick um, as if to say like, ha, yeah, I, I, de- I defeated that single handedly. <laughs> Shakes himself out, is worried that that's how he reacts in a situation like that. It just like files that away, files that away. And it's like, okay. Yeah, yeah, Yikers Island for that one, huh? Um, that was a freebie, so, though. <laughs> you know? Yeah, actually, yeah, what he does say a lot is, well, that was a freebie. <laughs> uh, and with that, you press on um, deeper into the castle, um, taking a step, hearing the kachunk of metal, and then beginning to run. <laughs> um, <laughs> meanwhile, uh, back in the dining hall, um, Strahd Prime and the assorted Strahds uh, kind of look to everyone and say, um, Strahd says, well, um, Merle, uh, my dear, um, it would seem that uh, you've got this situation well in hand. I would like to have words with uh, the wizard. As you know, last time a wizard came to visit was a most unpleasant experience for all involved. So if you will follow me into my study, I would have words with you. Alan, was it? Uh, yeah. Yep. This way, please. Yep. Um, and he claps his hands and he says, Xanthus, show this Alan to the study. Um, and uh, Merle just kind of like seamlessly slides into into his chair. Um, and uh, he, uh, Alan, um, I assume you're you're going with him? I'm go- I'm going along, yes. Sure. Um, so you, He's just you... going to lean back in his chair before mm-hmm. you leave the dining room and he'll just say, hey, Alan, I'll be thinking of you. I hope I hope you think about all of us too, all of us thinking too about each other. And Strahd says, "Yes, yes. Think of her. Think of her fondly when she says goodbye." Uh-huh. And then he just fists the organ in a way that it just plays like a perfect phantom bar. Um, this is uh, this way, please. I just point to him like it doesn't really work that way. <laughs> I don't know how any of it works. <laughs> uh, and with that, Alan is swept out of the room by Xanthus. Um, so. Uh, Merle just kind of grins an orcish grin at um, uh, Quinny and says, So, Quinny, you find yourself in my realm. Um, this wouldn't have anything to do with the McSquiggly robbery, would it? No, actually, I haven't given you a second thought. <laughs> no, that's a shame. I mean, as the world's greatest thief, I would assume you would have considered it once or twice. Uh, I'm actually here for uh, a real thief, uh, Bryn. Oh, yes, yes, uh, Rin. You know the uh, the planteers were very accommodating in providing her uh, for us. I must say, you know, you you deliver a magical uh, wind ring to them so they can summon their god or what have you, and they just give you your arch nemesis. Um, I'm glad you mentioned Bryn, though, um, because a dessert will be coming out shortly, and. Um, I, for one, am very excited to try. And then um, she bears um, sort of the she's, – she's got kind of bigger, um, as most orcs do, um, sort of larger teeth on her lower jaw. But as she kind of like snarls back, you see her fangs. Um, and uh, she just kind of grins and says, um, I mean, who knows, Quinny? Uh, Xanthus could always use a, a tiny second butler. And, uh, Reginald, you say you're from a, a different dimension. Yep. So you're like one of these Strahds. Yeah, yeah. Which one, which one the... do you come from? 
uh, world of endless warp. You probably call it something like the uh, the grim dark Faerun. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, we haven't actually. I don't think. But she kind of like looks at the other Strads, and they're all kind of like, oh. And she's like, uh, I don't know that we've seen a, a Strad from that that dimension. There is a very good chance that he's dead. Uh, a oh. lot of people are dead. A lot. Like all the people you'd think definitely couldn't die, dead. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, Quinny, uh, you feel two pairs of eyes on you. Um, you've got the, uh, obviously, Ninja <laughs> Quinny who's sitting beside you, um, who keeps, like, trying to, like, he's, he's doing footsie stuff with you in kind of, like, a, a vaguely dance-esque way. Um, and um, he keeps, like, giving you side-eye, but it's, like, through the ninja cowl. Uh, so it's extra dramatic, uh, like that dog with the shifty eyes from The Simpsons. Um <laughs> And uh, you also notice that Cowboy Strahd is is giving you kind of like a like a weird look. What's your problem? And he pulls a revolver off his belt, uses it to like tap his black hat up a bit, uh, and he just says, um, "You're not some kind of lawman, are you? Some kind of sheriff?" Some kind of Sheriff Quinny. Is there a Sheriff Quinny where you're from there, feller? Well, I mean, you seem about as incredulous about it as I was, so you're all right in my books. He flips his gun back into his holster. And he says, yeah, he's a real pain in the ass. Sounds embarrassing. Yeah. Now, his deputy, that's uh, that's something else entirely. And then uh, Merle just clears her throat, clearly pissed off to not be the center of attention for a hot second. Hmm. Um, and says, uh, so, Reginald, you're uh, um, you're from a grimdark dimension, and you're hanging out with this one. And she points at Quinny. Yeah, well, you know, you, you, you fall through a portal or something. I'm not entirely clear on how it happened. And then you just got to deal with whoever's closest. You know what, Merle? I feel like you're... Pretty crafty. I feel like you're very capable, and I like this about you. I'm very versatile. Can fit almost any role. Would you perhaps be willing to give me a tour, and I could tell you maybe a hidden secret I know about your husband or something? Um, she kind of nods and says, You know, Reginald Tingler, I wouldn't mind that one bit. Why don't you follow me? And Wonderful. Xanthus is kind of like... Follow, follow, follow. Yeah, yeah. Reginald just gives Quinny finger guns uh, and then just follows her out. Uh, Quinny, you find yourself dining alone in a room full of strides. (laughs) (laughs) On the Um, way out, Reginald's like, yes. And um, Ninja Strahd leans over and says, uh, you know, I have our song queued up downstairs. (laughs) What's downstairs? Some, uh, Some people call it a crypt. I would call it. A dance floor. But then again, any space can be a dance floor, can it not? Quinny of the Moonlight. Uh, <laughs> I love so much that this is not a dancing strad. This is a ninja strad who is yeah. obsessed with dancing. Like, yeah, it's just yeah. so much about ninja world is like, there's no flamenco strad, there's no waltz strad, it's just ninja, and he's like into dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Look, the options are kind of limited in Ninja World. You kind of have to be a ninja. Honestly, it suggests there's more of a soul connection than you'd think. Truly. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Quinny realizing, not realizing, but just having kind of always known that um, everyone else in the group has some kind of prophesized holy weapon to strike down Strahd, except him, thinks (laughs) to himself, 
<laughs> Going down to the crypt would be great if I had a sun scythe or a tome of Strahd's secrets or an icon that could paralyze a vampire lord. And then, like, actually just, like, on the other, wherever not Peter Baelish is in, in the castle, like, uh, it's just like, ah, oh, should I use that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just as you're, like, slow motion, like, fucking yep. across the universe through the football players, it's just axes drop behind you. It's like... <laughs> Well, you're probably wondering how I found myself here. I she used that icon of Ravenkind. Oh, well. I basically think that I need to stall until the group can get back together. Okay. How do you Strahd think is... you can stall this table full of Strahds? <laughs> I, uh, I say I think you're right, Ninja Strahd. Any place can be a dance floor. And I get up on the table. <laughs> yes. 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 Fuck, man. I We've been playing for a long time, and uh, yeah, that might be my top Quinny moment. I don't know. Um, okay. Um, Alan, you're led into um, um, Strahd's study, and um, you are immediately struck by the, like, the Beast's library amount of books. It's just a fucking beautiful mm. library. Um, however, there is a thin layer of dust upon almost all of them that does suggest he has not read any, or if he did, it hasn't been in quite some time. Um, there is a, a small, um, there's a sort of a, like a, a nicely appointed desk with like a nice big comfortable chair. Um, there's like a globe with a snifter in it full of blood. Um, and, uh, you see a bookshelf closing as like a, a peasant servant, like leaves, like with a bleeding hand. Um, cause you can't just store blood in a thing like that for very mm-hmm. long. Um, and, uh, mm-hmm. he just says, uh, like as the, the door closes, of course the door is also bookshelves. So all just surrounded by bookshelves now. Yep. Um, he moves to the desk and kind of gestures to a chair that just kind of floats up behind you. Okay. I'll sit in it. Um, so he, um, sort of waves his hand and, a, a, a glass flies into it. Um, and he just says, uh, so Alan, you are Bryn's sister. Am I correct in thinking then that your father is the connection? Cause it must not be the mother. Oh, you know, my dad. <sighs> and he bears his fangs. Uh, and it's the first time you've actually seen Strahd Prime's composure legitimately fall. Um, and, uh, he says, yes, yes, uh, Avalon was, a was an invited guest. He spent several nights here quite some time ago, left with something rather valuable to me. Oh, because I'm trying to find him. Hmm. I have been trying to find him for quite some time. He seemed to fall off the map a bit. Yeah, I think he kind of goes in and out of dimensions as he as he does, you know. Yes, he did explain that. Uh, it was actually he was quite helpful in explaining, um, well, all of them. And he just gestures very dismissively towards the rest of the Strads. Mm-hmm. Um, and said uh, it was really uh, quite embarrassing when he showed up in my basement. Uh, that wasn't really something I was anticipating at all. But you know. Dimensional gates being what they are, they kind of appear where uh, where they're meant to. In any case, yes, he, um, quite a charmer in his day. Um, I had just managed to find who I thought would be the, the next person to bear the soul of my Tatiana, and uh, the, I guess in this case, literal motherfucker seduced her out from under me. 
Your Bryn my- is my Tatiana. And he took her out of the realm through his fucking dimension doors. And she has been beyond my reach for an age. But... Hang on. How did how did you meet Bryn? I knew that the woman that your father seduced, the elven woman that I had determined through just a tremendous amount of really fucking painful math, would be the most likely to produce an heir bearing the soul of my Tatiana. You should understand. My mother? No, you idiot. What? Bryn's mother. Oh, Bryn's mother. Your father. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking seduced her out from under me, and off they went, out into the wide world beyond my reach. Oh, okay. The thing you should understand is there are a finite amount of souls in my realm, and they are recycled constantly. So the trick is more so just to determine when Tatiana will be reborn, rather than going in search of replacements, as most of my brethren have chosen to do. I myself had decided to move on when one Merle Streep arrived from your realm, desperately pleading for power, and I realized I might actually have a chance to re-secure what is mine. And finally, she's here. And a All grin right. spreads across the So, face. Bryn's mother was Tatiana. No, Bryn is Tatiana. Her soul has been reborn in the one you know is Bryn. But her mother was Tatiana. Uh, no, she was just the one most likely to bear a Tatiana. He pulls out a chart. He's like, listen, this is easier. It say- just like unfurls a fucking family tree. He's like, so listen, Tatiana's soul has died here, 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 and here, which means she'll appear in this, 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 and this. Now, here's where it gets really interesting. He starts to like unfold pie charts and like a bunch of really, like he's actually very excited to finally explain but this to But souls are limited and in they get Barovia, recycled? yes, they get recycled, but, yes. But, but her soul was obviously like recycled outside of Barovia. Oh, no, he impregnated her here. That's the fucking problem with your dad. He fucked her here. She got pregnant, and then they escaped through one of his fucking dimension doors. Your dad's got a real fucking problem, you know? Just can't leave well enough alone and just takes what is other men's. And then he smashes the glass. (laughs) Her dad is a serial elf banger. (laughs) We've established this. This is canon. I know. It just makes me happy. Was Tatiana yours? I mean, that's a little possessive. Whoa, 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 whoa. Look, I won a war for her. I, I, She told me I was great. And then you know what? She fell in love with my brother. What did he do? He did nothing. He did nothing. Me? Conquered places. Found this place. This place, this weird intersection between dimensions. I found this place. So yes, she is mine. Property. Maybe, maybe he Shattle. was nice to her. Oh, fuck off, Nice. I'm Strad goddamn Von Zarevich. And he summons I don't even another think you just said it. your name right. <laughs> Are you even Strad? He just like looks around <laughs> and is like, yes. All right. Well, show me to my sister. Maybe she can verify. No, fuck off. Why would I do that? You know, you're a lot like your father, you know? You just <laughs> crave power. You just show up and make demands. Clearly, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Oh, craving power? Yeah, okay, yeah. Pot calling kettle, whatever that phrase is. Uh, Clearly I mean, not a reader oh, or a collector of metaphors. <laughs> uh, excuse me, dusty books? Clearly for show. 
Uh, you know, Alan, this has been truly charming, but uh, gotta say, uh, you're kind of the worst. Um, I so- know. I know my dad is Avalon Riker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is true. Yeah. Cool. Um, I guess all I'm trying to say is I hate your dad and I hate you. Okay. Let me see Bryn. I don't see what the problem is here. Oh, she's standing right behind you. I spin around. Uh, he hits you with a fireball. Um, <laughs> we cut back out to... Um, uh, let's go to... Reginald. Um, so, um, Reginald, uh, Vampiric Merle Streep is um, like leading you up... Um, uh, a flight of stairs and it is a massive circular sort of tower um, with a winding, winding um, spiral staircase. And at the top of this, like, and this thing is like, like almost like Escher levels, infinite tower. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can see a, a massive pulsing red light uh, from the top of it. Um, and uh, you notice as, as Merle is leading you that um, she keeps kind of coyly looking over her shoulder at you. Um, and uh, she just says, uh, so, a different Reginald Tingler, a better Reginald Tingler. Tell me, Reginald Tingler, what are things like where you come from? Well, I mean, the Black Spider took over the spell. For, okay, imagine this world. If uh, the the heroes that you dealt with, I mean, self-styled, but heroes or whatever, just hadn't existed. Thank you for so. qualifying that. That really would have changed the scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I figured, because honestly, they seem terrible. They to are me, but... terrible, awful. Okay, finally, somebody else sees this. Yeah, so yeah what... they're the worst. So the Black Spider took over the Spellforge, Drow, Evil, uh, mildly powerful here when he died, very powerful in my world. Uh, mm. Took that over, teamed up with the uh, Kragmaw Orcs and uh, the Red Brand Brigands, both small operations, but with a Spellforge behind them, they got shit done. So mm. they started a horde, the horde went kind of overreached itself, uh, alliance formed against it. Now it's a weird, endless, like, die in battle, suicide war, genocide monsters, etc. Um, she's kind of nodding, like, half-listening, um, and then suddenly, like, pulls you through a wall, uh, and you realize there's an illusion kind of blocking a, a doorframe um, into um, uh-huh. a, a hallway. She kind of, like, slams you up against the wall um, and just, like, leans in real close and is like, so... What if you went back to your realm with a vampire queen? Who could you be, Reginald Tingler? That's a really good question. I mean, my dad's pretty powerful and has, like, a symbiote that comes out of a sword. I don't know if we could beat him. Have you heard of Archibald Tingler? Is he a big deal here? Um, uh, oh, yeah, I think he's dead here. Um, oh. I know there's the whole, like, uh, Aka thing, right? Yeah, Listen, your, yeah, yeah, your your version here, he talked a lot about him. Said he was kind of like a, a scary dude, real scary mom, too. Okay. I mean, I'm something. pretty tempted. I mean, we could take out the Black Spider and then the Horde, and then we'd have to win over the Alliance somehow. I mean, how would you win over the heroes? That's the big question. Oh, for I'd that probably just war. eat them, you know. Oh, damn, that's hard to argue with. Um, but listen, this does beg the question, though. Uh, do you think you could take over a car if we went back to my world? Wait, you have a, is this your world? No, I come from the same place as your so-called friends. Apparently there are other me's, but I mean, fuck them. Okay, so you, yeah, if, if we, we could probably take over a Kai either. I mean, that's what they told me they'd help me do here. 
I don't know if they're actually going to do mm. that. They seem really to lack focus. And you'd make me queen. <laughs> oh, 100%. Are you kidding me? Well, in that case, and she drops to one knee, Reginald Tingler, how'd you like to become a vampire king? Okay, I'm sort of into the king now. The vampire's a bit more of a question mark. I think we need to prove our loyalty to each other. So she I'll tell you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not like that. Not like oh, that. We, oh, okay. Let's start All somewhere right. else. Also, vampire teeth, very concerned. Uh, so <laughs> Closed-minded much? Uh, inexperienced. Let's not get into that. Uh, oh, so, that's adorable. Um, she runs her fingers up your chest. She's like, you know, you're um, larger, more flatulent, weird counterpart in my world. He was inexperienced too, but I taught him the ways of the world. And she like winks in a Lucille Bluth way. <laughs> oh, wow. Good for you. Uh, so I'm here to tell you that your husband is in love with Bryn and has been kidnapping a bunch of them and is hiding them in the castle. Is there like a Wait, hidden I'm room sorry, you're not now? supposed to go no, into? No, no, we're going to eat. We're going to eat Bryn. Bryn's my yeah, sworn no, enemy. But- we're going to eat Bryn for dessert. It's going to be great. I think he might have got you a fake Bryn because we know he's got a bunch of Bryns from a bunch of different dimensions. He Wait thinks- a minute. Yeah. He just told me that was his favorite dessert flavor. I I don't think that's true. I think I think he's playing you out on this one. Okay. Okay. Well, we might need to kill Strahd then. Then she looks at you and she's like, but you're kind of going to need to be a vampire to do it. Hello, friends. Ryan here for another ad. But this ad includes how you don't have to hear me do ads anymore. That's right. If you join the Dum Dums and Dice Patreon, you can get an ad-free feed to this show for just $5 a month. And that's not all you get. You also get an ad-free feed for Warhammer 40K, The Valentine Heresy, another one of our podcasts. Plus, you get weekly video tableside chats so you know what's going on with the company, what's going on with us. Plus, you get access at that same tier to our fan and patron-only Discord. It's exclusive. You get access to all of us. Our casts are there. Our creative teams are there. A bunch of other fans are there. This is a great opportunity for you to escape ads, get more of the stuff you want, less of the stuff you don't. Patreon.com slash dice. That's patreon.com slash D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Join up today and get your ad-free feed now. Uh, And then we cut to uh, not Pete. Uh, You've just run through a room full of uh, swinging blades. I'm just like holding out the icon of Ravenkind. Um, None of them are vampires, but like you just just thought maybe at this point, you're just kind of embarrassed about it. Um, No one, no one, no no one needs to know. um, And then you you reach this this stairwell and um, you can just hear uh, the the plucky tunes of a ukulele um, echoing down the stairs. And I'm just like, like check my breath. Like, okay, but it'll be fine. Um, and I, listening to the tune, I, like, take out my hurdy, my travel hurdy-gurdy, <laughs> put it on. And uh, what, can I hear, what song is he playing? What plucky tune is he playing? Oh, it's out? absolutely the adorable uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow luau version uh, on the ukulele. It's really heartbreaking and, and sweet. Right, yeah. So I start, like, uh, 
harmonizing with it on my hurdy-gurdy as I follow the sound of Quick the question. ukulele. Do you have Giorgio with you or did you leave him? Oh, where is Giorgio? Let's say he's with me. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so uh, he kind of winks at you and does the like the see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil um, and gives you a double thumbs up like you got this. Uh, and then he takes out the symbols and he's just trying to like follow along and occasionally yeah. just bashes them together. And like he's starting to get it. He's not the best, but like, you know, I'm like, no, but we all we not all bad for start, a hat monkey, you know, right. We all got to start somewhere. You went from living in a hat to now you're a musician. Like, keep it up, buddy. Yeah. Symbols. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kind of, all right, well, work on your rhythm. It's totally cool, though. So I'm playing the hurdy-gurdy and following the sounds of the ukulele. Uh, You follow it up um, a small spiral staircase to what seems to be a side tower. Um, And um, as uh, as you round the corner, smile on your face, hurdy-gurdy, just just blaring away. (laughs) uh, Like an idiot. (laughs) Yeah. um, You just hear, trap! uh, And then a laser blast hits you in the chest. Oh, uh, shit. Is my hurdy-gurdy okay? No, man. That hurdy-gurdy's fucked. Uh, you're going to take um, 14 points of damage, and the hurdy-gurdy is blown to pieces as you're th- thrown backward. Um, Giorgio just, like, flies and through the air and starts falling down the stairs and looking into the small room. Um, you see motherfucking cyborg Strahd holding Hawaiian Strahd by the throat against a wall... <laughs> Uh, forcing him to play the ukulele um, and with his cannon arm uh, aimed at you. Uh, this is the Strahd of 2099 and Yay! he is hella pissed. Oh my God. Um, so my hurdy-gurdy is in shambles. I'm knocked against the wall. I, um, I pull up the um, talisman. Oh yeah, all right. Fuck yeah. Because uh, so I'm like, I'm roll... not going to make that same mistake twice. Okay, so they have to roll, uh, I think, against a DC 15. Now, so I can do the thing where it just, like, kind of, like, incapacitates them, right? Yeah, like the, yeah, the yeah. Just, it freezes yeah. them. Um, yeah, I don't want to kill Hawaiian Strahd yet. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to keep Bay alive. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, uh, Cyborg Strahd passes the check. Um, you hold it up, uh, and he just says, religious icons are ridiculous to my robotic brain. Um, whereas Hawaiian Strahd's like, and just freezes um, midair in a very ridiculous, what we do in the shadows way. <laughs> it's just like, it's adorable. Uh, the ukulele just bounces off the ground. It's like, oh no. Um, and I'm like, uh, and I, thinking quickly, I'm like, maybe I can, maybe I can trap um, Cyborg Strahd of 2099 into some kind of, um, ad hominem argument debate about religious ethics. Machines and algorithms and AIs love that stuff. They get trapped in those all the time. Roll an insight check uh, to see if the Vistani managed to uh, collect enough information about people attempting to create rudimentary AI in a fantasy realm. Uh, I'll I'll give you disadvantage on this because truly. Yeah, no, I got... (laughs) Yeah, I got I got a fucking nine, dude. Like, <laughs> um, what comes out of your mouth is no, it's no, they don't. Uh, and we'll finish them. Okay. Um, I got. Um, so, sorry, do I have a modifier for that? Um, no. You should have an initiative modifier somewhere. Uh, okay, so I got eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. <laughs> Man, the things I write down. Cyborg Strahd. 
just as the writers of the module intended. Um, okay, we smash cut to Quinny uh, atop a table. Uh, what are you dancing to in your head? Uh, I've I um, I'm dancing to uh, what's a good song to dance to? Uh, some James Brown. Uh, Get Ooh. up off of that thing by James Brown. All right, so you're um, just like making your way down the table, just like yeah. full on uh, table dancing. Yeah. I artfully dance around everyone's dinner and things like that. Not a single speck of food is spilled or a drop of blood or anything like that. There's cartwheels, there's tumbles, there's flips and spins. And then when I land, I point at Ninja Strahd and I say, dance off. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, and like somewhere, even like somehow in the middle, like even preparing for fight, just not Pete uh, whispers to himself for a reason he doesn't quite understand. So fucking cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ninja Strahd um, drops a smoke bomb uh, and then just appears in the middle of the table um, in a full kind of like classic Michael Jackson pose. Um, and then uh, proceeds to dance. Um, again, we've established he's not great at it, but he means well. So he is kicking plates and just knocking <laughs> things aside as he kind of Elaine uh, Bendis' his way down the table. Oh um, <laughs> the rest of the Strahds are actually kind of enraptured. It's weirdly having a better effect than the uh, icon of Ravenkind because it's so fucking absurd. Also, they've known Ninja Strahd a long time. They've never seen him dance. So they're all just kind of like, huh. Um, and then as this is happening, um, Walting Strahd and Flamenco Strahd and Macarena Strahd come in and they are just so fucking mad that they just storm out. There's like, I can't believe this. He has his thing. Um, and they all dance their way, their way out to another hall, to the actual dance hall deeper in the castle. Um, Macarena verse. Truly, truly hell. <laughs> I thought Reginald came from the grim dark world. Well, um, so um, Quinny, I need you to roll me a performance check, please. Yeah. Thirteen. Uh, I rolled a two uh, plus three, so five. Um, so something unfortunate happens. Uh, an unintended consequence of your dance battle. Uh, you are showing up, Ninja Strahd, quite considerably. And he is getting more and more embarrassed as the rest of the Strahds begin to laugh imperiously in the way that only the villains at the end of a module can. Um, and he's he's starting to get real, real flustered by this. Uh, and even Scuba Strahd is like getting some fucking dunks in on uh, Ninja Fuck. Strahd. And Scuba he, Strahd's he is, dunking on you. Like. He is increasingly uh, upset and embarrassed. Um, but Quinny, you've been practicing since you and Doddle had to win that competition. And you know... <laughs> once you take that lid off you just can't stop um so you know you just you just keep dancing on your own um reginald um merle seems okay with trying to kill strahd prime but only if you become her vampire king what do you do oh oh okay there is a caveat that i sort of forgot about uh I am sort of oath-bound to kill the most powerful demon in hell who everyone says is going to tear me into pieces. So if we get married, then you kind of have to do that too. Hmm. But... Do you want to reign, uh, just to be clear, do you want to reign in Faerun or reign in hell? What what are we going for here? Do you have any connection to like the, the current queen of hell or anything? Heard of... But 
rumor is the guy I got to deal with is in charge. Also, I don't even know if... Here's the question. Do we have the ability to actually hang on to hell? Because I know we can hang on to a mortal realm, but I think hell becomes a bit more of a question. Oh, I mean, I, I, I don't really know. Look, I haven't been a vampire that long, truth be told. I'm kind of a master thief. That's actually kind of my deal. I'm just trying the vampire thing on. Got to tell you, very good for helping to thieve things. Also, I've got like a gargoyle army right now, which is pretty great. They listen to Strahd, though, so like if we fight them, we'll have to fight the gargoyles. Okay, what if we tag team this for a bit? Because I think the one challenge right now with both of us being vampires is we can't cover for each other's weaknesses. And I like you, and I think I could look after you in the daytime, and then you could be super powered at night, and we could do some great stuff. Because I'll tell you right now, you're a better thief than Quinny. I've never seen him steal anything. Thank you. Thank you. The the awards (laughs) should be called the Meryl Streeps. None of his plans involve thieving. I don't understand it. He mainly (laughs) talks to people and then tries to commit murder. I'm pretty sure he's just a a, a Interesting. Okay, well, seems like I'm Team Reginald then. Uh, Let's uh, let's take over a world, shall we? Yay! All right. So Uh, what the fuck do we do to kill your husband? (laughs) Ah, okay. Well, uh, and then she kind of like looks up. She's like, so that giant um, crystal upstairs... um, that's uh, that's his hit pillow. That's basically anytime he gets hit, the damage just goes there. So we should go break that. Oh yeah, let's start there. That's great. All right. Uh, well, uh, you bring your hammer, and um, I'll bring these. And she just like pops uh, Lady Deathstrike claws. <laughs> She's like, "This is a cool thing I learned how to do." Makes oh, I... like everything else very inconvenient. These are terrible for most situations, but like good for killing. You are growing on me by the second. Let me tell you that. All right, let's do this. Uh, and then she goes, ah, <laughs> just like <laughs> vampire hovers along behind you uh, as the two of you begin to ascend the stairs. Now, I will warn you, these stairs do not have a banister and cycle just kind of spiraling upward um, as a coward. A little concerning. Um, so I'm going to need. So I would like Wisdom? I would like to lash myself to Donkey Jr. <laughs> and have him lead the way as a very sure footed donkey. Question. Is this like. With central pole or like open hole? Open hole. Like like just uh literally a just a hellish you know like vertical ascent. Yeah. yeah. I would hate that so much. Um, yeah, I, I don't like heights. I'm on board with this uh <laughs> being something I hate. Um but the DM doesn't. Uh cool. So you lash yourself to um Donkey Jr. and she's like, Oh, cool, you brought a snack. All right, let's go. Um, and then she begins to like hover, um, her way, like bring up the rear just in case you try anything. Um, but, uh, the two of you also like maybe checking you out, who knows? Uh, and the two of you begin making your way, uh, up the ascent. Um, because you tied yourself to Donkey Jr. And he's slightly more sure-footed. I won't make your roll just yet. Um, smash cut back to Alan. Um, <laughs> I need you to roll me please a save. Dexterity uh, f- save? Yeah. You throw fireballs at people. Is yeah. that how that goes? Yeah. It's a dexterity save. All right. Dope. <sighs> that time Alan soloed Strahd. Good times. Six. Nice. All right. Uh, give me a minute while I roll these Bye, dice guys. four I times. Uh, 31 points of damage uh, as the uh, fireball um, hits you in the back, uh, blasts you through the door and uh, like through the bookshelf, um, burning up a number of tomes you could learn so many cool spells from Mm -hmm. Um, and um, back out into the dining hall. Um, where uh, Quinny is is dancing away as, at this point, uh, Ninja Strahd is just, like, 
fuming. Um, yeah. And everyone kind of turns uh, to look at you kind of sliding on fire out of the, the room. Um, <laughs> and uh, stereotype strategy goes, ah, I guess we're doing this. Uh, and then in unison, they pop their fangs uh, and we enter combat. Um, Quinny and Alan, please roll initiative. Uh, 20 total. Nice job. Mine is less 25, uh, 15, sorry, 15. Okay. Um, and I'm sorry, Alan, you were at what? 20 20 total. 20 total. Okay, great. Oof. Okay. Um... Ryan, if you could roll me initiative as well, please, just so sure. that I can, rather than me trying to cross-cut, it's just easier if I just put everyone in initiative order in their respective, completely split party situations. 11. 11. Great. Great, 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 great. See, Tom, sometimes people just split the party into two, and I think those are beginner groups. You really need to split it <laughs> right into four. Just right into four in the boss fight. It's cool. Let's... Do, uh, <laughs> Do you know what? We won't have a TPK because Merle and I will leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, fucking hell. All right. Um, Okie dokie. I had one more for good measure. All right. All right. Um, so, uh, Alan. You've just been hit um, by a fireball and blasted out into a room full of Strads who all look hella pissed. So I can still see Strad, right? Strad Prime? Yep. Yeah. He's like so, storming out of his study. I just say, as I'm like standing up, like rising from with my like singeing hair and everything, I'm just like, those were priceless books. <laughs> and that was my signature fucking spell. And can I have um, Strahd Prime and the three Strahds closest to him make dex saving throws? There are no Strahds closest to him because he's coming out of the study, whereas the rest are at the dining hall table. But he can do it. Um, what's, right. the, what's the nature of the save? Um, it's, just, it's just a dex throw. Dex save? Okay. Yeah, just dex, dex saving throw. Okay, I have it's a dirty 15. 20. Okay, so he saves. So he's going to take, oh, um, just like a very large, like thick, like bolt of lightning has just like, I imagine like enveloped my body and then just like completely engulfed him. All right, so this is a lot of numbers. 14, Okay, so if he failed, he would have taken 57 mm-hmm. damage. Um, instead, he takes half that. So 24 uh, if you're rounding up, 23 24? if down. No, 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 no. Uh, 20. Oh, 29, 28. Eight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so lightning blasts him, and uh, you you like you see the the lightning rack his body. Unfortunately, like um, 
the fucking Terminator. He just keeps walking forward as though nothing's happening to him. You can see his clothes beginning to burn. Um, And um, he uh, just through the lightning says, oh, yeah, you like books, huh? And then he just reaches out as he's enveloped in your lightning um, and touches uh, the shelves. And the lightning leaps off him and sets the, the study ablaze. Cool. Uh, not Pete. Um, ah. Cyborg Strahd has his cannon arm uh, aimed squarely at you. Um, to be clear, I'm thinking like Cyborg from uh, like Teen Titans or uh, from the cinematic masterpiece Justice League. So like full like half face with giant robot eye. Okay. Um, one like like weird stupid digital fang uh, and one real one, um, and then <laughs> so just dumb. one cannon arm. Uh, and he's got like um, Borg uh, style things like in the neck of Hawaiian Strahd, which he was using to make him uh, play the ukulele. Oh, this 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 jag off is gonna pay. Um, so I want to uh, get out of uh, his sight. So I'm gonna use my, um, or at least like dodge whatever it is he's um, gonna shoot at me from the cannon uh, to position myself better to attack him. So I'm gonna use my. Um, I've got acrobatics as a skill. Mm-hmm. So can I try to um, kind of like, how tall is he? Um, all of the strods are about 6'1". Okay. So what I'm going to try and do is basically like, like flip over him as to land like behind him, maybe like using his body as a way to like, basically, I don't know, like, tumble over him essentially like i and it's gonna look very cool if i manage to do this mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. so let's see um great so i've got a let me add my modifier so i roll a 20 baby i mean it's dirty but it's a 20 yeah yeah, yeah still yeah, fantastic yeah. so it's a classic uh like spider-man <laughs> maneuver where like he's like firing his arm cannon as you like kind of run forward uh leap up and over you throw pieces of hurdy-gurdy at him to like <laughs> deflect a couple blasts mm-hmm. uh and the nice thing about a hurdy-gurdy machine is there's just a lot of shit Yes, there's uh, like, so much going on. He blasts apart a plate, um, and then you you kind of arc over him. Uh, the problem with having a gun arm is it's not really that dexterous, so he kind of like blasts up and over, but he he misses you and you land behind him. What do you do? Um, I'm gonna take my um, sword, my Vistani sword, and see if I can cut off his uh, gun arm. Oh damn! All right, uh, go ahead and roll. Okay, I got, um, so I think that'll be, uh, oh, I rolled a nat 20 plus my um, modifier on that. So uh, just uh, just to be clear, so the weapon is plus six, but I also get a plus two because it's the new Vistani sword, right? That's correct. That's great. So I got um, uh, 28 and then... Let me roll my other damage. So damage rolls twice, right, Tom? For a crit for, on a nat uh, 20? It was a dirty 20, right? Or a nat 20? Nat, nat 20. 20. So yeah, so roll damage twice. <sighs> okay. Nice. Uh, five and then uh, seven, so 12 altogether. 12? All right. Um, you come down squarely through the arm. Uh, there's a blast plus, of... Plus your modifier, right? Oh. She... Did you add the modifier? Which is my... Um... So it should be something like 2d8 <laughs> plus like 
three or oh, plus five. Two, plus two piercing damage. Plus an additional two for being the Vistani sword. So that'll okay. be a total of plus eight. Okay. On top of your uh, 15. So that is 23. Great. Um, you slice squarely through his arm. Um, there's a, a blast of energy. Uh, and he's like, ah! And it's all like digital. Um, and as he he falls backward, uh, he just yells, to me, my Vistani! And um, you're in kind of a, a big circular tower room, um, kind of like where you'd lock up like a, a traditional fantasy princess. Because uh, I mean, like hmm. Hawaiian Strahd was really trying to make this really like extra romantic. Um, and literally um, a uh, one of the walls disappears. And like in a Jackie Chan movie, a bunch of Astani fighters run in and kind of create a circle around you, each holding <laughs> weapons. Um, and you can see they have fangs. Uh, and red eyes, and have clearly uh, been enthralled uh, by the vampires. Looking around at the uh, the six Vistani who surround you, you recognize each and every one of them. Oh no! Um, looking at them, I'm just like, uh, oh no, Squadgy, Flangner, Steve. Kuala Lumpur. <laughs> Steve with a PH. <laughs> Get one more. And, and um, uh, Greedo Speedo, the Nido Guido. <laughs> and uh, Greedo Speedo, Italy. the Nido Guido, uh, looks at you and just says, Hey, boss. <laughs> We're going to kill you. Uh, no, no, don't you see? Don't you see? Uh, Guido Speedo, the Nido Guido, you don't have to kill me. You can join me the way that we used to fight together as brothers, as friends. You don't need Strahd anymore. We have each other. And he just smiles and says, oh, boss, we're, we're not killing you because we need to. We're killing you because we want to. And then they all leap at you uh, with their blades uh, and their fangs out. Um, And uh, from the ground, you just hear Weinstraw be like, friends of yours? (laughs) Apparently not anymore. Great. Uh, Next up, we have um, uh, Quinny. How many Strahds am I surrounded by standing on this fucking table? So in this table, we have Cowboy Strahd. Scuba yeah. Strahd, Stereotype Strahd, Ninja Strahd is up on the table with you. And I believe that's all the Strahds that are in this room. Oh, okay. It wasn't as bad as I thought. Okay. Uh, luckily, the three dancing Strahds were so furious about you stealing their bit that they left. Yeah. Lucky me. <laughs> oh, I. that's why I couldn't find Cowboy Strahd. I listed him as Wild West Strahd. There we go. Oh, okay. sorry. Wild West Strahd is his is official Is name. that? Oh, okay. Not to be confused um, with Country Strahd, who is somewhere in the castle. I don't know, man. This all seems pretty foobar. Um, I, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna yell out to Alan and say, "Alan, run! <laughs> we can't fight him here like this. We know the weak points we have to hit. We can't do this like this." And I'll. Can I hear that? Uh, yeah, you're in the room. We're in, oh, we're in okay. the same room, yeah. yeah. Oh, You're all I in see. the dining hall right now. Oh, okay. I thought I was... No, Strahd different. blasted you out of the study back into the dining room. Uh, the study was off of the dining room. 
Oh, okay. Uh, and if this is uh, like a fancy dining hall, like I think it is, uh, I'll draw my sword out. I'll flip over the nearest patron sitting at the at the table uh, and move into one of the corners with my, my sword out. Uh, and I'll just hold an action yep. uh, until someone tries to attack me. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, so next up, um, uh, stereotype Strahd is like dropping into like a vampire pose. He's got like his, his cape up over his face and, um, Isabella just like locks eyes with you, Quinny. And she's like, yes, the time has come to do this. Um, and then with just a fucking scream of rage that only someone stuffed into that stupid dress could make, uh, she just jams a stake that was up her sleeve directly into the heart of um, Stereotype Strahd and then spits out her fake teeth. Um, and she's like, die, you lazy son of a bitch. Uh, and then she just pounds it in with, her, um, with the, the palm of her hand um, and he explodes. Oh, these strods are weaker. Okay. I thought they were all like god level strods. <laughs> okay. Uh, stereotype well, no, no. strod is weaker. <laughs> okay. Okay. But... As we established from Reginald's looking around it, oh, that might right. be the soft You're targets. Okay. okay. Um and uh she just says like running would be in order. Um and like hikes Great. up her dress and starts to run. Okay, excellent. Um bring us to Cyborg Strod. Uh his arm just exploded. That sucks. <laughs> Um, he, uh, gets up and he's, he's going to do a classic, like, uh, Batman 66 villain thing where he just starts dragging, um, Hawaiian Strahd away. Um, and, uh, he just like punches him out through a window and just kind of holds him there. And he's like, sun is coming up soon. My robot arm will not burn. <laughs> My limbs are, uh, your, his limbs are real. Mine are not. Um, and, and I'm just uh, like, damn you, Astar from the planet danger. <laughs> <laughs> that is my secret name. Um, and uh, he'll just hold him there, uh, smiling villainously. As his, like, digital tooth, like, weirdly, like, glitches a little bit. and glitches because you cut off his arm and blew up a bunch of his shit. Um, brings us to uh, Reginald. Um, you and Moral are running up the, the spiral staircase towards the heart. Um, as you do, uh, the stairs begin to wobble uh, and Ugh. shift. Uh, and it seems as though the tower itself is rebelling against you. Um, okay. Can you roll a con save, please? Or do you have a thing? I have a thing. Uh, Reginald will take out and crack a gem and snort the, uh, the essence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he has now gained the flight speed of 20 feet. So he will abandon the stairs and just start like awkwardly rocket manning with a donkey tied to him <laughs> up the middle. Um, awesome. And uh, Merle just says, Ah, fuck, Merle, you're in love again. Uh, just, <laughs> ah, she just like flies up after you slightly slower. Um, so, Reginald, you're flying directly at this uh, this giant um, red crystal heart uh, that is now pounding very, very quickly. And the walls are undulating wildly, but unfortunately they can't touch you because you're midair. Um, what do you do? Uh... I think if we're closing in on this heart, it's time to draw that scythe, baby. We're going full radiant terror weapon. Ooh. Um, so uh, are you wielding it as a scythe or a sickle? Um, scythe, because I it's a weird he, his specialty is in great weapons, so he would right. just use it like he so would. So it comes out, it just like extends out of your uh, your hand like a uh, like a, a telescoping cane, just like and then the blade blasts on from the edge. Um, and, uh, you hear Sunsight just be like, oh, fuck yeah, let's break this thing. (laughs) Oh, 
man, this is just a day of finding great friends. <laughs> uh, and uh, as you you arc upward, uh, an avenging angel of death, um, uh, you uh, just hear um, the blade uh, like a yelling like yay. <laughs> <laughs> and then as you get closer, um, you just uh, hear it yell, Gold Flame! And suddenly you are just overcome with flatulence, and it blasts you up towards uh, the crystal, uh, and it rockets the scythe, and you strike it squarely, uh, and the uh, crystalline heart of Strahd explodes. Oh! Uh, meanwhile, in the room full of Strahd's, all the strads go, ah! Um, and uh, just like it hilariously and embarrassingly stumble over each other. Like there's a lot of like Star Trek um, ship being attacked acting. Um, nice. So everyone's just yes. like knocking things over. Um, they're all trying to float and then just awkwardly like spinning uh, like they're in uh, gravity. Um, meanwhile, um, not Pete, um, Cyborg uh, Strahd, um his his uh, one of his, his like robot eye flashes the like green, uh, blue screen of death, um, <laughs> and you see the um, the Borg talons retract, and suddenly a uh, frozen Hawaiian Strahd begins to fall. No! What do you do? Oh my God! I have to I have to get to him. Um, uh, so and I, I'm still surrounded, surrounded by those Vistani, by the Stani. Right? Yeah, oh, you're gonna take some hits if you want to try and save him. Um. Who the fuck are you trying to save? Yeah, yeah, of course I am. Yes, I'm going to take those hits. I'm going to go save uh, sweet, sweet uh, Hawaiian Strahd, the love of my goddamn life, who wears fucking khakis. Uh, um, so, yeah, I, uh, uh, I, I, yeah, like, no! And then, like, just, like, push my way through the Vistani as they're, like, trying to hit me and uh, fucking, like, uh, 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 Speedo Greedo, the Nito Guido. Like I make sure to like try and whack him as hard as I can on my way up to get to um, Hawaiian Strahd. And uh, what do I have to roll for? What am I rolling? All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, you've got to survive six attacks of opportunity in order to get to this window. Okay. And Let's I've already taken What's... some damage too. Like that's not my problem. Uh, that's more of a you thing. Uh, what's your AC? Take. I've got um armor class is thirteen. All right. Here we go. Uh, okay, so two hit. Ooh, that's a nat 20. Uh, oh, so that's God. four. Uh, two nat 20s. Uh, oh, God. A total of five. Oh, God. Um, oh not Shit. Pete. The things you do for love. Oh, um, God. And I, I say that, too. I like... You know, I, I say the things I do for love. Like, and I in the back of my head, I'm like, I've heard someone say that before. Yeah. Anyway. It's the exact same tone as the animals that say, it's a living in the Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Bye bye. Uh, oh all right. Um. <laughs> uh, you take twenty. No. Uh, sorry, thirty-two points of damage from Vistani blades as Ooh. you as you run dramatically past. Thirty. How much damage? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Okay. Shit. Okay, I'm still alive, but I've only got 22 hit points left. Uh, right. So don't run through a group of six adversaries again. Like you, you, 
Don't run back in. You tanked it once. So you just can't go back in. So yeah. he is, he's beginning to fall. How do you try and catch him? Um, I, uh, use, uh, like, is he in arm's reach? Uh, he was held up by uh, the Borg tongs. Those removed, he started to fall. So he's already like, his head and arms uh, kind of in ukulele playing pose are like roughly at the bottom of the windowsill. Um, but he's like dropping like a stone uh, and he's um, about uh, two feet outside the window because he's being held at full arm's length. Um, okay, so um, I'm going to use my um, acrobatic skill. So I'm going to reach down um, to grab him with my um, arms, like, you know, the arms, the things that humans use to grab Yeah, things. as you do, yeah. yep. The arms of your body. Um, and <laughs> if he keeps, like, you know, falling downward, just, like, knowing that I have the acrobatic skills, I think, to, like, make sure that I I don't fall out the window after him. Basically, that's what I'm going to so try and do. So doing, like, do. a Jean-Claude Van Damme, like, flying splits to, like, just lock your, your legs in the window <laughs> and then grabbing like, them. That's exactly, because also, I'm still kind of trying to show off. Let's face it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is, he is like watching you both with like awe and also terror. Also, you're just like being hacked up as you're doing this. And then you, you leap through the window. Uh, go ahead and roll me the most important acrobatics check of your character's life. Okay, here we go. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Uh, 24. Hey. Yes. Oh, my God. I was terrified. Um, you throw up the, the splits as you, you jump through the window. Um, and, uh, you, you grab his frozen arms, um, and despite his frozen face, uh, still caught in a rictus of saying it's a trap. Um, you see just like the smallest, like hint of a grin, uh, as his flip flops fall off his feet and like fall a, a deathly distance to the ground. Uh, and it's what- just like, like John Woo styles, like the camera, like follows the flip flops going down, like a flock of doves yeah. go by. Yeah. Yeah. hundred like- percent. Uh, and then uh, they like bash off some rocks, but they're flip flops. So they're just like boing boing, um, and completely unharmed. Um, but uh, as he he looks up at you, what do you say to him? Uh, uh, oh my god, I have to say something clever. Um, so I uh, as as I'm uh, looking down at him, I say like, I guess not everything can be a vacation, huh? Uh, <laughs> and then I'm like, no, that was stupid. But I said it. I said it out loud. Yep. And I'm like, here we are. I'm like, and also like in my head, I'm just like, God damn it, not Pete. You, uh, you <laughs> flipped over a robot, cut off its arm, got like attacked by so many Vistani. I'm literally in the splits. You, you're kind of trying a bit hard. I feel like you've sealed the deal already. Yeah, this is definitely not going in the gratitude journal. Uh, oh, that's, oh, I, you know what? Oh, I'm going to have dear. a long look in the mirror later. Um, which brings us to uh, the top of the round uh, as Strahd Prime narrows his eyes at you, Alan, and then begins to grin. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at DelBorovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J A A 
D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-U-